With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Goldfish Marketing Podcast where each episode we give you some tips and some tricks to make the most of your marketing budget. My name is Mark Pollard and my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Joining me as always is Elaine Atherton from To Sum It Up. Hi Elaine. Hi, good to be here and see you both. And uh, short and sweet, sorry. <laughs> you're out of practice. <laughs> J- just for context, we haven't done this for a couple of weeks. We've, we've had a couple of weeks break and it's, it's clear to see that uh, our lack of professionalism has uh, rapidly gone downhill further so when elaine forgets who you are it's a bit demeaning isn't it really i didn't forget who you Not were flattering at all like, i was just sort of short to the point which is obviously what i don't normally do and i haven't laughed yet either so she has. <laughs> and uh, that other dulcet tone that you've heard is the uh, the irrepressible chris roxborough from my marketing guy Hi. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Great to be back. Great to be back in the old podcast saddle, and um, looking forward to this one. So, what what topic are we going to be doing this week? Well, we, we we thought, didn't we? It's about like the here and now. What are we doing right now? And actually, we you know we sort of sit up and talk about what um, people could do, and we thought, well, actually, it'd be good to t- share with people what we have done and what we are doing now in our businesses. So we thought, yeah, why not? Why not go with that and give some people sort of a little bit of this is us. We're real. We're in business as well. And this is what we're doing. This episode and the things we're going to be covering uh, in this episode are probably one of a number of episodes that we've done recently, which are very geared towards helping businesses during this COVID nineteen problem. Uh, obviously, we started it out with the lockdown, where we're all in a dungeon and we're not allowed out. Uh, those lockdown measures have gradually been relaxed so of course people can get up and trucking again as businesses but of course the uh, knock-on effects from that lockdown are probably going to be ongoing for a while so it's well worth going back and checking out some of those episodes we also cover a different topic each week anyway uh, so it's good to go back and see whether there's any of the things there which might um, I don't know prove to be very relevant at this moment in time they might prompt some ideas that you might want to action off the back of it uh, you can check all those shows out on the podstation.co.uk you'll find the go fish page there's also links there 
to uh, all of the platforms where you can subscribe to the show, which means every time a new episode drops, it automatically downloads onto the device that you use. So that's very handy. Also, we're always open to uh, guests. We're also open to suggestions for topics. We desperately want people to fire us questions so that we can help them with their specific issues or challenges. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, uh, email gofish at thepodstation.co.uk and then we can come back to you and uh, organise whatever it is that needs organising or do whatever it is that we need to do. Uh, So without further ado, should we get stuck into the nitty gritty, guys? Well, go for it. He says it with such enthusiasm. Oh, go for it. (laughs) Is that that called faking it, Chris? Uh, Am I editing this one? (laughs) I'm editing this one, so good luck. Uh, Right. (laughs) Each episode we colour a news story to... uh, to cover something that might be relevant at this moment in time. Now, there's there's plenty of uh, uh, COVID-19 killer pandemic news knocking around. We'll try and avoid that. Uh, we could go on about the social media battle with Donald Trump and Facebook and Twitter, but uh, quite frankly, giving him any airtime is probably doing him a service. Uh, so what we'll probably do is, I don't know, um, shall we look at something to do with uh, the businesses? Because at this moment in time... Um, it was announced that some of the more recreational industries and businesses can actually open up from the 4th of July. Uh, so you're talking about restaurants, aren't you? Bars, uh, barbers and hairdressers. So uh, we could all get our barnets cut. Um, although, of course, they'll be probably humongous. For, for, forget about that. Let's just get to the Herbie Mill. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I'm with you, Chris, because... There's no way I'm queuing. There's going to be enormous queues to get a haircut in there, and there's no way I'm bothering with that. So me and you will go to the pub while Elaine joins the queue for the hairdressers. Oh, listen, I don't do queuing. I got a text from my hairdresser to say that she was ready, and I was fortunate enough to be looking at my phone. I replied, and I've got an appointment on the 5th of July. Oh, we know the important people, don't we, Chris? Happy days for me. I might be able to see you without... Trying to look through a very long fringe. <laughs> well, ah, oh. uh, the days of a long fringe. <laughs> <laughs> but what, in, well, in particular, we can. On, then. Yeah, yeah, moving very swiftly on. Um, <laughs> um, I saw a post today from somebody I know who does mobile apps, and Elaine came up with a great idea of covering this as a news item which is of course social distancing measures are still in place we we all obviously still have to be uh, cautious in uh, either catching or spreading the virus so there will be steps and measures taken in place by all businesses to try and limit the chances of this happening one of the uh, ideas and the concepts which either have been adopted or now seems to be a very good idea quite frankly for certainly restaurants and bars is for them to have their own mobile app which allows for people to place orders from the comforts of their seat uh, so that they don't have to go up to the bar they're not interacting with people necessarily it's just quite simply the case you do it like you would buy something on the website and they bring it over to you to your chair 
Sounds dangerous to me, Chris, because it means that the first time you stand up is to go to the toilet, not to the bar. So there's absolutely no way of measuring just exactly what your alcohol content is. Uh, but otherwise, sounds like a very good idea to me. This is this is just idyllic, isn't it? Um, to, to, to not have to get up to join that to scrum at the uh, at the bar, you know, elbowing your way through uh, through various various numbers of people, all trying to catch the bar person's eye. And you can just press a button at your table, and hey presto, up pops a pint of Doom Bar. Or at least that's my visualization, anyway. <laughs> now I'll have one of those, please. Certainly, if you're paying, Elaine. It's it's not just a a quirky way of being able to sell your product though because the mobile apps actually have a whole use of other applications which you can use beyond just people buying the stuff so it's quite a good investment for the business at the minute yeah i i think it's a marvelous idea i mean it's, it's not actually new is it in as much as one of the very large chains has been using it for a long time um which i will name or maybe i should i don't know well weatherspoons have been doing that for a long time you could actually order yeah. you, you know yes you could yeah and um, you could even pre-order and it would be ready when you got there so uh so they they've been using it a long time so um it's not new but um obviously current times lots of people now it'll be new to most people <laughs> absolutely so i think it's a, it's a wonderful idea and it goes back to does it as well what we have said in the past is that there are winners and losers in, in times, aren't there, like this? And you know, if you, you're the creator of this type of app, happy days, really, isn't it? You know, yes, lots yeah. of people going to be wanting it. So, yeah. I did see somewhere, I, I um, there was a figure of, uh, I don't know, five hundred pound to have the app created, and then so much per month. You know, it's got to be worth it, hasn't it, for restaurants and things. Five hundred pound is five hundred pound is very cheap for a, a mobile app, uh, and I think it was thirty pound yeah, no a month idea. was the the hosting fee. But it's it's very well worth doing. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I mean, it's like having a website. Really, you can have all your services on there. You can obviously have the shop options on there. You can have uh, membership, you know, like loyalty card uh, functionality on there. You can do push notifications, so text message type messages to people. It's, it, I mean, it's a great tool. There is no doubt it's a great yeah. tool. Mark, am I right in thinking that they're going to be able to gather an awful lot of information about our drinking habits? Um, <laughs> well, and eating habits. No, seriously, um, because there's all this, all this concern at the moment about data, isn't there? Um, it'd be interesting to see what um, uh, what. what what GDPR make of this, and how that data is going to be stored and held, and the privacy uh, the privacy levels, and so on. Because I also read that pubs are, uh, and presumably restaurants, um, it's likely that they're going to have to sort of log people in as they as they come in, um, so that if somebody in the restaurant or pub does turn out to have uh, to have the dreaded C nineteen. Um, that they can contact all the people that were in the pub um, <clears throat> on that particular night or time. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's it diffi it's difficult to say. It depends on what the back end structure is of the app yeah. as to what data is collected. Uh, it is possible that that is the case, and they should have some, uh, as you will have known from the GDPR episode we did, they will need to have had some uh, 
privacy terms and conditions to explain what they do with the data and how it's collected. Uh, my question was that, you know, the, the, over the concerns about the amount of data they'll hold on us, uh, obesity levels, drinking levels, eating levels, you know, a healthy, uh, healthy lifestyle, not healthy lifestyle. Uh, where's this information all going to end up? Well, I... Uh, I mean, I'm one of these people who thinks, quite frankly, if they know how many pints I've had in the last two weeks, I don't care. It's not necessarily going to change whether or not I have any more or any less. I'm perfectly capable of making that decision themselves. And so long as they haven't kept my bank information, which they probably won't do because the payment gateways don't generally work like that. Um, I'm not overly bothered as such. Uh, It's it's just information they can use to perhaps identify what products sell well and which don't as opposed to it being specific for me i think the other thing as well is if they do have to log people coming in it's much better for you to have a mobile app that people have to download in order to put that information in than having some central whether it be like a touch screen or a computer system where you have to log people as they come in because again yeah, that, i suppose yeah. From a safety perspective, it's uh, yeah. it, that puts you in closer proximity to people or has people touching a central device, which doesn't sound particularly healthy and clean to me. But, no, no. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like a like lot of things that happen in, in history or have happened in history, you think at one time, you know, people will think, oh, that would never catch on or that won't be a, a, a way of working. And it'd be interesting to think, you know, look, in 10 years' time, it, is it something that, People will say, well, what do you mean? What else would you do? Isn't this what you do? <laughs> you, yeah, you order yeah. this way and it comes to your table. It's a, it's very yeah. interesting, isn't it, how it's all going to go. But at, at least now it, it opens doors and restaurant doors and pubs and things to the public, doesn't it? And it allows people to do, be able to do things. So as yeah. we are very resourceful, aren't we, as human beings? We'll always, we'll always think of some way. So it's uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. All good. I'm with Chris. I I I just don't want to have to stand next to people at the bar, and <laughs> you know when you know when you have the bar person works the way down the line, and then they get to you and they stop, and then go back to the start again, and completely miss you out, and you have to stand oh, there yeah. for another twenty <laughs> minutes, huffing and puffing, and casually waving your arm, trying to get their attention. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, am I invisible? <laughs> well, exactly, and, and and it avoids having to be that person, doesn't it? Because yes, nobody wants yeah, to be yeah. that person. You're forced to be that person because you're gagging for a pint and you've just been missed having stood there yeah, for ten yeah. minutes. So maybe now I it'll be now it'll be. Sorry, doesn't my app work? <laughs> yeah, your order never went through. Right, so oh, it's all good fun. So this week we we decided we'd come up with three uh, ideas, suggestions, or things we were actually doing for actions that we were doing right now in the current circumstances. Uh, we we were going to have three each, so probably it sounds like a more orderly way of doing it. If we all go around and say one, and then we'll go around in circles and say our second one, and so on and so forth. It's a good idea, Mark. Well, you know, I have them occasionally. So who would like to go first? So who would like to go first? I don't mind. first. I like a bit. Yes. What we like. We always do this, don't we, Chris? Come on, you go first. No, 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 please. I insist. I insist. please. I'm going to go with um, Elaine first. Oh, my God. Keep Chris waiting. Anyway, so what have I been doing over the last couple of weeks? So um, I had a little redefine of some of the services based on 
actually what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do, uh, quite frankly. And I think, you know, at the time, this time has allowed us perhaps to think a little bit more and to look at what we want to do, what we don't want to do. So I went through things that I did and, and redefined them and was very happy with the redefining of them. But there is a purpose to this story because somewhere in that, and of course you listen to people, don't you, and you think, oh, what should I be doing? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? And one of the things that came up was about, uh, you know, live video. Everybody's doing it. You know, it's something that's very well received on social media platforms and do all this. So I had a real challenge with this. So I sort of set myself to the task of doing it and actually did a couple they went live actually I'm like I recorded them but they were sort of this a bit about my business blah blah, blah. anyway long story short I hated them I hated them that <laughs> much so I'm not doing them I'm not doing it doesn't help when you've got a lockdown haircut either so that you're thinking oh this is just awful so anyway what it, the conclusion was is for me and this isn't right for everybody but for me is like, do the things you're comfortable with that you're good at and that you enjoy and not try and force something that actually doesn't fit with who you are and what you want to do. So I've um, sort of gone around it another way, really. And the things I'm looking looking at are uh, like sort of videos, but not of me, but actually animated things. So there's all sorts of options out there. So I think the point is it, it all links into the procrastination bit as well, isn't it? If you're not doing something, you're not doing something if you don't like it. So look at look at why you don't like it and then think, are oh, there other ways of doing these things that is more comfortable for you? Yeah. So for me, I had a good shake out of that and um, and feel so much better about it. Um, I've been looking at Canva. I know they do some stuff as well. I'd really rave about that. So so it's still a work in progress, but actually just knowing that I'm not going to do that because I don't like it. So there we are. That's the end of that. felt so liberating. So that's my first story. Very good. good. Hey, Chris, what about you? Well, I have uh, I have revisited an app that I absolutely used to love. And um, it's an app called answerthepublic.com. Um, and if you're stuck, if you're writing an article and you, you're thinking, well, I should really, I should really um, make this SEO friendly, um, go to answer the public. Put in, uh, put in the keywords that you are going to be using, and this will come up with all sorts of suggestions as to how you can, uh, how you can work those keywords in using using different sort of techniques. Whether it's, um, I, I, I was going to print something off. I was just looking before to see if it had printed off. To be honest, that's why you, uh, um, that's why I went missing. But if I put in the words social media. Um, we get we get questions like uh, the the which question, which social media to use, which which social media is the most popular, who questions, um, who uh, who's addicted to social media, who's who uses social media more, um, and it they're they're just suggestions. These are long tail keywords that are currently being used by people. To, to look up social media. So if I'm talking, I'm, I'm writing a social media topic, I will try and shoehorn those questions, some of those questions in, knowing that they're popular questions and that they're going to be picked up by uh, by the search bots when they by, by Google when it does its uh, does its thing. Um, very very interesting, and you can have hours of fun 
with answerthepublic.com. So that's my little contribution. I've rediscovered answerthepublic.com after a couple of years, really. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. Very good. Well, uh, mine, I, I think I was actually going more generic with this. So I thought, what would be something that needs to be done now and actioned right now um, for businesses that are opening? And I thought particularly about shops. The high street's obviously taking a real pounding and it wasn't particularly in a great place when lockdown started. So I suspect it's going to really need some help to get going forward. If you're a shop and you're opening up, one of the things I guess I, w- I was I was trying to think about and what they could do was, of course, how to make the most of advertising and generating work and making sales for the customers, particularly if there's fewer customers walking through your door anyway. Because, of course, with social distancing, there may be a limit to how many people could be in the shop at any one time. You might have to make people queue up in places they didn't have to previously queue up at. So how can you still make either the same or more sales than you were doing beforehand? And I thought, well, one of the things, of course, is if you have to reorganize your venue to accommodate these people, then set it up in a way that is going to make you more sales opportunities. So... For example, uh, if people have to queue up outside your venue in order to get in because you can only have so many people at any one time, uh, have you got some entertainment to keep them engaged whilst they're queuing? Now, that might be you have a screen with videos rolling. It might be that you've got a competition that they can enter by liking your social media pages while you're queuing up. You know, most people, when they're in the queue, first thing they do is whip out the mobile phone. Well, give them something they can, they can do on their mobile phone that's to your benefit, that might be to their benefit, and keeps them occupied. Have you got all your marketing materials out? Uh, have you got some stuff there that's the, the impulse purchase that they might go, I didn't come here for that, but wow, that's going in me, uh, in me shopping basket. Pockets. Exactly. Well, well, ideally, hopefully not your pocket, but, um, or your pocket until such time as you get to the counter to be able to pay yes. for it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, um, I think for me, it's it's the action would be to make sure that if you've got queues, make sure that you're making the most of those queues because they are essentially standing there needing to be entertained and occupied. Make sure they're being entertained and occupied by stuff you want them to see that might lead to a sale. And if you're having to readjust the the layout of your your venue, again, make sure that things are surreptitiously placed around the the venue that might lead to a sale or some engagement that you wouldn't have otherwise had. So that was yeah. mine. Very good. I saw yeah. some enterprising young people um, that the McDonald's queue. I went to something, I wanted to get something from home base in Upton uh, last week. The McDonald's queue was about 75, 
to 100 cars long. It's absolutely nuts. You go out for lunch, you come back with tea, that sort of thing. Um, but some of the some fairly enterprising young people uh, were offering car washes. Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. Like that. But that's brilliant. exactly it. I mean, why don't you buddy up with somebody who can do that? So, for example, mm. in that instance, could the car wash people, and obviously not McDonald's, but if if you if you're a business that's having to do things through a drive-through methodology or even a takeaway mm. methodology. Are you able to buddy up with people? If they're making loads of money from your queues, can you get a percentage kickback? They're making money from the queues and you're making money for giving them the opportunity to do it. And by working in tandem, hey, who knows? Everyone's a win. So absolutely. What was your second one, Elaine? Uh, I'm just going to say, the one you mentioned there, Chris, would you believe this week, for the first time I heard about that. Isn't that spooky? It was only at the start of this week that the link you said that um, answerthepublic.com. So, gosh, spooky how those things happen. Isn't yes, it? it is. I haven't heard of it before, but, yeah, I, I shall certainly be looking at that. Um, so my second one is is a bit of a, a an overall advice, really, is if you've been in a bit of a place where you think, oh, you know, I need to be doing everything now um, and I need to build my clients up. We're obviously as we've said before in these things, everybody's in different places, aren't they? We know that. But if you've been in a place where you've not been able to do an awful lot um, or you've been doing some of the planning in the background, but equally now's the time you can feel like you can start reaching out to people, is it, this is for me is when a lot of people, the overwhelm sets in and they they start to think I've got to do everything because I've got to build my my client base back from zero to whatever is, don't do it. Don't look at it that way. Look at what if I got one new customer every day? Obviously, this is all relative, depending on what your business is. But, you know, if I got one new customer every day or I got 10 or whatever that looks like, break the numbers down rather than thinking I've got to get, you know, from naught to X amount and give yourself this incredible challenge. Because actually, uh, you know, a lot of service-based businesses, particularly one new client can be absolutely a huge have a huge impact in a positive way on your business so don't try and i don't want to say eat the elephant because that's probably not very pc um don't try and eat the elephant break it down into small pieces and set yourself some daily targets so it could be right today i'm going to reach out to 10 people and of those 10 people i know roughly one of them will lead to a further more meaningful inquiry and so do do your numbers that way don't try and do it all in one go would be my advice of course soy elephants are a good alternative for vegetarians <laughs> and vegans <laughs> oh, but what about you chris oh. what was your second one my second one was um i have taken the opportunity during this uh, this current period to to increase my the amount of networking i do i thought that i would uh, that networking would would fall away during a, a fallow period like this, but actually the online networking uh, is so so abundant that you can join a group every day and uh, um, most of them for nothing um, and make new contacts and uh, speak to new people. So um, I've been quite busy with uh, with an increased amount of online networking. And I think looking at some of the groups, so of an awful lot of people, I don't know if that's, is that your experience at all, either of you? 
have you done anything similar? I would definitely say so. Yeah, yeah, and and because I mean, we don't know do whether it's moment in time stuff that it's because of the situation people are in. But I I know exactly. I've I've increased my network and met a lot of people I would never have met had I not gone on those. Um, calls and networking things it's been really productive i've done business as a result of meeting the new mm. people that i wouldn't have met in in other circumstances yeah that's not to say there wouldn't have been other opportunities i mean it's sliding doors isn't it but um uh but that's 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 how i've uh, that's what i found myself doing more of i'm looking forward to there being a mixture of online zoom type networking and obviously face-to-face ones i do think there is a place in this world for both types and actually i've become quite uh i've got quite a positive feeling towards the online ones because of course you don't have to lose so much time with travel and all the expenses that go with it you can rack up 30 seconds before you need to be at that meeting and online and and up and trucking it makes no sense uh, to not do those kind of ones, so I do hope they stick around in the future, even so when even when the physical options are are available again. Because uh, I would do still do a mixture of both, but I think from a a practical and an efficiency point of view, I definitely would prefer to do more online than face to face. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, my second one was, uh, uh, it was along the lines of, I've been stuck in the house and I just want to party. Uh, so it was uh, doing a relaunch. Businesses uh, have been locked down. They need to get some momentum going. Maybe they need to get a bit more uh, excitement. Uh, they need to get a bit more activity. So what better way of doing that than either have a relaunch or a, a reopening party uh, in order to get that momentum going and there's loads of ways in which you can do this of course because of social distancing it might not be that you can have a physical one but there's a whole host of ways in which you can address this again using online options you can do live recordings people can engage through say zoom and you can do live interviews you can run live competitions you can do live demonstrations the the options are endless actually it doesn't just have to be physical and even if it does have to be physical start planning it now and start getting it in place so that you can have a party bring some joy and wonder into people's lives and at the same time get some people on your doorstep yeah good uh, good suggestion so when are we coming to your uh, your relaunch party then <laughs> uh, uh, well yeah I don't know i should really practice what i preach have you not planned it? I'm not. That, uh, I'm not that sociable, Chris. I don't you know. No, I'm thinking. What he walked into here? What he walked into? Well, mean, you know, we'll be starting to talk about your housewarming next, Chris. So you know. Well, what's a way off? Well, to be honest, when I normally do launches, I normally do them great. When I, when we when we opened Vantage up, uh, we our office was in this deco building in Liverpool city centre called Il Palazzo, and it was stunning. It was all marble and glass i mean it was so spectacular it was a brilliant building uh, so we had a grand piano wheeled in we had all the wine and the champagne and stuff going on it was all very very plush and then when we moved offices uh we we sort of mir- we moved house at the same time so we had a, a massive garden party 
so we, uh, I'm all for doing launches. Um, I, I think there is a benefit to them. It's a great way of reconnecting with 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 good contacts who you haven't seen yeah. for a while. Uh, so it is worth doing, and I may well do it at some point. I'd probably do a face-to-face one if I'm being entirely honest. Um, yes. yes. Just because I can do other things online. I, I think doing the online stuff is great for some businesses, but I think for like shops, do do I think the the online Zoom one where you do either demonstrations or they can win prizes by joining you and, and entering a raffle or have a, a charity on board who can who can benefit from the, the, the ticket money that's raised and, and they might bring some extra audiences down. There's loads of ways of going about it. So yes, that was my number two. What about you, Elaine? What's your last one? Um, the last one is collaborating. Uh, so uh, I've been having some really good conversations with people, don't know where they're going to go yet. Some of them a bit further forward than others, um, but two in particular, collaborating with them, um, with their network of people, how we can help each other. Because it is, you know, it's tough, isn't it? When you work on your own, it's great to work with other people. But of course, you've got to find the right people that you can work with, um, who, you know, you complement each other. So, and some of them are not, um, some of them in, in respect of they have the same, same client base as you, so uh, you can offer something that they don't offer. Um, or you do a, a sort of joint venture where you, you know, team up and do some webinar or something like that, or whatever that can look like, some face-to-face stuff. So collaborating for me is, is I've always been very open to that anyway, as long as it's with the right people. Um, obviously, look at it, you two here, I'm question my judgment sometimes, but... <laughs> That was a joke. That was a joke. I don't, I don't think it was, Chris. <laughs> uh, Not impressed. A, Not impressed. Uh, but, yeah, so I think it's it's good to do things with other people when it helps not just you, it helps them, and it also helps the, the clients. Um, and even if it's just one-off things, it's, it's good to do stuff like that. So it's collaborating. A hu- it's a hugely overlooked uh, resources collaboration, isn't it, Chris? I, I think Ilay yeah. makes a a really good point there. Uh, I mean, I mentioned some examples without knowing what Elaine's third one was going to be yes. about the yeah. type of collaborations. It doesn't just have to be with uh, businesses that perhaps work well with your business. You can either be a bit more sporadic. It can be ones that are completely not obvious not immediately obvious Mm. you could even go with competitors i mean at the end of the day if you're feeling the squeeze they probably are and actually if you can work in conjunction with one another you might both be able to get out of this i I am working with a competitor at the moment um he uh, on the face of it he was a uh, he he is a direct competitor um does everything that uh, that i do um and he's got technical expertise as well, um, so he's got a bit of an edge. Um, but he hasn't uh, got he, your char- he, he hasn't got your charm and humour, Chris. <laughs> he approached me some time ago, and I was very wary. <clears throat> I left it, but I've come back to it since, and we are we're now doing quite a bit of work together. And he is totally trustworthy, and I hope I am as well. Uh, in in terms of you know, not not spoiling each other's pitch as it were. Um, so um, as he said, you know it's a huge it's a huge wide world out there. There is plenty for yeah. two sole traders. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. So jointly, we're we're stronger. I think so, Elaine. I, it's there are safety measures. I'm certainly sticking sticking with the competitors idea because of course people can probably quite easily see the the benefits of collaborating with people who have a, a natural I hate this word but I'm going to use it synergy uh, where they work well together. Um that, like that, that they're quite they're quite obvious. So yeah. stick with the competitor one. There are things you can actually do to safeguard. I mean you can get contracts in place that protect the the data, the information, who owns the customer, what part of the process um, yeah. each person does. So there are things you can do to safeguard to give you that peace of mind. But working hand in hand to help people out, like Chris just described, then it's again it's an, an underrated and often overlooked uh, opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, yes. there is. I, yeah, there's so many opportunities out there. Is that just that's just reminded me? It's absolutely so random, but I'm going to share it anyway. Um, is um, it was years ago with what one of the big football games. Hard to imagine, isn't it? Big crowds now at football games. It was the World Cup, I think. You're an Everton fan, and, so it's uh, even more difficult to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, but anyway, moving on. So, the Evertonian so is a Trump supporter. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I draw the line at that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway. So this this opportunities, um, and as you say, you never quite know what leads to what. There was uh, the do you remember? I can't remember. It was it was in Brazil, and they had those things that were making this hell of a racket. They were like, oh, that know, was the, South Africa, wasn't it? it was the Vuvuzelas. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and then yeah. of course, you know, people like they're, they're great, aren't they? And that's if you're not sitting next to the person who's got a hold of one. And then the next, like two games later, you see somebody selling great big earmuffs. And you think, isn't it marvellous how people just do these things? Yeah, you know, yeah. they think, right, those people are getting really annoyed. They like it, but they get really annoyed because they're excellent. So therefore, let's think of the answer. And they come up with that solution. So I just love it, how how clever people are. Um, so slightly off, to, you know, off on a tangent, but um, opportunities everywhere. Indeed. Mm. So, Chris, what's your final one? Uh, my final one is another, another little... Um, uh, program that you could usefully look into called promorepublic.com have either of you heard of heard of that one no okay um google it it's uh, i think it's i think it's free to join i've got the pro version now um but it does uh, it does an analysis of your social media posts you 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 log on uh, enter your enter your details upload your social media um, social media profiles, and it will do a uh, an analysis of the of how successful or otherwise those those posts have been. Not only that, though, there's a whole raft of suggestions that it gives you for uh, for, for future posts. So I'm always preaching, you know, you should you should vary your posts, but it's it's all very well saying it. Um, it's another thing doing it, and. The uh, Promo Republic gives you post ideas. It gives you seasonal post ideas. It gives you posts that are recommended for you and, and your business. Um, upcoming events. So if it's, um, I don't know, if it's uh, if we've got an upcoming event that's, say, Mental Health Awareness Day, um, then 
it'll give you a visual that you could put up and comment on that and, and post on your social media. Does a lot of thinking for you. Um, and it also has, has within it a calendar so you can see the posts that, you're, that you've got scheduled before they go up and you can see if they're logical, if, there's, if the juxtaposition of the mental health one is, is too close to something that's perhaps a bit wild and wacky. Um, you can make sure that you're not falling into, into one of those, those traps like the, um, the posters that I, the two posters that I loved that were, uh, one, was, um, one was a poster for McDonald's on a main road and above it was a poster for uh, uh, warning about the, the perils of, uh, of, of obesity. And it just, they just didn't sit right. Um, one should have known that the other was, uh, was putting that poster up. But by going back to Promo Republic, it, you can see if you're, if you're posting something inappropriate after having posted something, uh, uh, something a bit off the wall. So have a look at that. Um, Interesting, well, yeah. Pro, Promo Republic. So that's two little gems mm -hmm. for you today. Answerthepublic.com and promorepublic.com. And how much is the uh, pro version? I think it's about nineteen ninety nine, or it was when I first started doing it. Um, and you, you can have. Well, I've got, I think, um, five or six profiles uh, up there that uh, that can uh, that you're quite useful to be able to get the statistical analysis on your uh, on your post because you can then it then gives you the option to repost it. At a, at a date in the future so if you've had the one that was successful you could slightly reword it um and uh, and send it off in a in two weeks or so uh, pick a date to schedule it fantastic it is it is good fun very versatile so what's so. the difference between that then and say hootsuite is, is it the same kind of thing or is it it's slightly no. different tool no no who um Promo Republic is probably a bit more versatile in terms of new content. Hootsuite, you're uploading your original content. Um, you can do a certain amount of original content on on Promo Republic, but it's harder work than it is on Hootsuite. So, Got you. no, I'd, I'd keep the two separate, really. Brilliant, fantastic. The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. Well, my final one is something that we've been banging on about for weeks and weeks, and hopefully, if we keep banging on about it, people will hopefully listen to it at some point. And that is, uh, you need to make sure you've got a plan B. Um, so at the moment, you need to be actioning that plan B because we don't know what's going to happen down the line. Uh, certainly, as things are relaxed, uh, there is a greater risk that people, bearing in mind we still don't have a vaccine for this uh, virus, uh, there is still always a risk of a second wave. We have no idea if that will happen, if it does happen, to what extent it will happen, and whether or not there will be new lockdown uh, measures introduced. Certainly, it's believed that this virus may act a bit like the flu, uh, sorry, like the flu 
So each year you'll get a yeah. different strain of it, which will mean that they will have to constantly be updating the vaccines if, when they get one, um, to inoculate us against the latest strain of it. So it, this is something that potentially will come back round and have another impact on us in the future. And you need to guard against that. And actually, when I say guarding against it, that doesn't have to be a big, massive issue. So have you got a website? Can you offer your services in an online version, whether it be selling products or adapting your services so that they can be done online? Have you got your social media all set up so that you can keep on promoting what it is that you need to sell in order to keep your business going? Don't rely upon the fact that you've got a shop and footfall will come in because if that footfall has to stop again for whatever reason or your business has to adapt in a way which just isn't practical, you're going to be back to square one again and it seems like it's a bit of a daft thing to have to do um, if you can have a plan B in place. So for me, that's your action that needs to be done. Uh, make sure you've got a plan B and if, if you already have a plan B, can you make it even better? Because if lockdown happens again, there's nothing to say that your business can't be even more successful because your plan B mm. is super mega awesome. Uh, yeah. Can you capitalize yeah. on something that you didn't realize people needed until lockdown um, and incorporate into your, your business plan? So that's my third one. Any thoughts on that? Very good, Mark. No, no plan, B is, plan B is just essential for uh, for all of us in business isn't it um we've got to expect the unexpected as they say um yeah. and be prepared for uh, for that eventuality because nobody saw this coming and we weren't yeah. we weren't ready for it but now we know what it can do we should be ready if it uh, if there is a second wave or indeed you know in 18 months it comes back again in the autumn in uh, as a, as a as a flu type thing as you say and I'm trying to keep yeah, it. I'm sorry, Elaine. I'm trying to keep it very positive. It's quite a negative topic to end on, and for that I apologise. Uh, but ultimately, Elaine, it it it's quite. There is the reality that the payment support that we've had this time round from the government might not be available next time, simply because they can't afford it. They can't keep doing oh, no. it. Mm. No, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's quite questionable whether it would be, and and equally, you know, there's there are definitely people in my network who I know have, have done things now that they were obviously forced into doing in respect of uh, their business didn't lend itself to online, and they've had to do that, and you know, the e-commerce bit they they didn't have that in place necessarily, and they've had to do that now. Yeah, so the, without doubt, there's. There are people who have had to rethink the way they've worked over these past months, and some people have really had to dig deep and think of new new ways. But the, you know, the good thing is those new ways can be carried forward a lot of them. So if they have to draw on them again, or indeed, as you say, if there's something that they want to continue with, that's all, you know, can be a real positive thing. And it's it's sad to say, but you know, when we're up against it, the good thing is, as hard as all that is, we we do get creative. And if we're not the creative person, there are always people around us who are creative. You, know, you look at these apps, look at things like that. There's always going to be ways to move forward. Uh, so it's it's just not sitting back and sitting thinking, oh, you know, I'll be okay. Well, as you said, Chris, none of us saw this coming. So 
we don't know, you know, really know until these things happen what they do look like and, and what we've got in the bag to, to work with, really. So, yeah, no. all good. No, all but good as Mark says, we have we have to be prepared next time for the not being yeah. the sort of the sort of support we've had this time. That's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. But you can focus yeah. on things. The plan B can be assets to your business that yes. are useful yeah. now and useful in the future, uh, but are there to pick up the slack when or if things change. Just gives you that that peace of mind, that diversification that uh, perhaps you didn't think you needed. Now you know you do need, and wonderfully you have the opportunity to do something about it because of course there are these business interruption loans which uh and i don't mean this to sound how it will come out but they are almost given to anyone who applies for it uh, you don't have to pay anything for 12 months the interest rates are about as low as you're ever going to find from a commercial loan perspective yeah. so if your business needs that kind of cash injection it's a perfect opportunity to get that money invest in that website invest in that social media strategy get some online stuff going on so that you don't have to worry about it. get a marketing plan um, get some marketing materials you've been putting off because you couldn't afford them uh, we can do all of that now and uh, fortunately there's three people sitting here who can help you uh, with that cash injection <laughs> well absolutely i mean we, there are other grants available as well um and yes we'd be happy to point them in the right direction and uh, and help them on that score absolutely i i, I mean before we wrap it up i did have uh, somebody who who was talking to had a meeting with him uh, the other week and he had a limited budget which actually stemmed from one of these business loans and he was they were asking a lot of what I could do and actually what I did was I structured the quote in such a way where I think probably less than 25% of that budget was going to be spent on the things I would create for them as as as, as tools and yeah. the rest of it was actually them using that money uh, to increase the visibility of it to because there was a lot of the things they could do themselves which they might be better off me doing for them but if they've got a limited budget rather than me taking the bulk of that budget um to pay for me to do it actually it made more sense for me to give them the power to do it themselves and for them to the end use that budget to hopefully create more work at which point they can come back to me and go well i've got a bigger budget now can you do yeah. this this and this instead uh, and and that's certainly how i certainly know that's how the three of us operate very much in um in in not taking the cash because it's available, but actually how can we take your money and make it more money so that you yes. actually can yeah. reduce your workload, you can give more stuff to people to do for you because you can afford to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, well, yeah. good advice, definitely. Yeah, it all makes sense. Well, yeah. um, with with that in mind and on that positive note, perhaps we should draw a line on it before I go down the doldrums again. Um, <laughs> no, you're not going to do that. That was uh, that was a good session. Um, I think some some really useful uh, nine really useful tips that came out there. Indeed, to what yeah. we're doing. 
Now, if if people, of course, do want to get in touch, and we haven't done this for a while, uh, but if if people do want to get in touch with you, Elaine, and uh, they want to know about the services that you specifically offer under your new structure, um, uh-huh. firstly, what are those services, and of course, how can they get in touch with you to uh, to get more information about it? Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, so. Three key ways, really, I help people. So my program, the 10-10-10 program, which is 10, uh, 10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions, is really for startups and people who are in the first couple of years of business, and particularly at the moment, may have way. So might have to be having a bit of a reconfigure of where they're working and what the business looks like. So it's perfect for all of the above. It's very simple. It's £97 one-off payment and it's accessible by my website which is www.tosumitup.com um, and um, and then I've, this, I've created this other program which is really come from people asking me if you like really the bit that people struggle with is actually putting some of their their plans into action and being accountable to somebody because we all know as uh, you know sell traders that can be quite difficult and it's great to have a conversation with yourself and, and say, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then, and then the next day you think, oh, no, I never did it. Oopsie. Uh, who's going to uh, tell me off for not doing it? Oh, that'll be me. And I'm not going to tell myself off. So that's perfect. So it's that sort of thing that you think, do you need that little bit of a weekly accountability on something that's going to get you over a hurdle? And that's a six week. Let's get you through this. Let's get this project done. And let's, um, make this happen which is what it's called make it happen so that's that one and then i do um, a, a regular uh, a sort of accountability step in for to support a couple of clients with their ongoing sales questions and in-house training and things like that so that's all so so three sort of quite clear ways that i work with people yes of course i do other bits around that but they're the, they're the bits that um i really focus on so, as I said earlier, you can find me on www.summitup.com. Now, Chris, Mr. Oxborough, uh, Elaine has two M's in the middle of her uh, website address. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? Uh, how can people get in touch with you and what services can you offer? Well, all the services that I offer can be can be seen on www.mymarketingguy.co.uk. There are two G's in the middle of my marketing guy. Mark always likes me to say that because uh, once upon a time somebody put one G in and the super inquiry went the wrong way. So two Gs in the middle of mymarketingguy.co.uk. If you want to send me an email, by all means do. It's guy at mymarketingguy, two Gs in the middle, .co.uk. And I look forward to hearing from anyone who's out there, like a bit of help with their their social media, their um, LinkedIn in particular, um, marketing in general. Fantastic. Now, if people want to get in touch with me, uh, it's mark at funkyvibes.co.uk. Check us out on social medias. It's Funky Vibes with a three instead of an E. We also will hopefully be launching our brand new website very shortly. It is now in the midst of throws of a, a redo and looks very exciting and very cool, if I might say so myself. So, Keep an eye out for that. It may be out by the time you hear this. It's probably not likely. It might be a couple of weeks after that, but it's uh, it's due for a launch very, very soon. So that's funkyvibes.co.uk. 
uh, you'll be able to find that on. So, brilliant. Well, as we said at the outset, check out all the previous episodes. There's loads of goodies, uh, much the same as there was today. Uh, find it at thepodstation.co.uk. Find the GoFish page. Check out the links to the podcast episodes and um, and subscribe so you don't have to worry about if or when another one drops. Of course, we need some reviews. We want some reviews. We've offered a competition to get some reviews. You guys aren't giving us any reviews. Let us know. Even if we're rubbish, let us know. Preferably five-star reviews will be uh, very warmly and gratefully accepted. Uh, but if not, I'll, I'll just take some constructive feedback, won't we? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so yeah go and go and give us a review tell your friends about us tell your business contacts about us if you think it's useful chances are somebody else will uh and that would be really good and if you've got a topic or a question go fish at the podstation.co.uk uh you can uh, check it all out you can contact us uh, that way uh, and finally social media we have a go fish page so at go fish marketing check that out follow that again loads of useful tips and questions and ponderous moments uh, that will go out there just pontificating uh, points questions topical information the whole plethora of stuff that you would want to see on your social media hey mr oxborough Absolutely, Mr. Pollard. <laughs> Two L's in the middle. <laughs> so, thank you very much for joining us, guys. You've been fantastic as always, and we will uh, catch you next time. Bye thank for you. now. Bye. See ya. Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.